The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. How to dream, cowboys. <laughs> Welcome to the HBO Boys Podcast. Today we are recapping and reviewing Loki Season 1, Episode 2, The Variant. I'm Adam, and with me today is Ryan, and oh my god, Chad. Hello, gentlemen. Hey. Chad. Chad. It's so yeah. exciting. It is incredibly <laughs> exciting. Our boy Chad. I was excited, but I have just been deflated. Why? <laughs> yeah. Did you Did you pin your... What did you do? <laughs> Chad's excitement. <laughs> yeah, it, it's palpable. It is palpable. The air has left him out of all of his orifices. So yeah, we're we're talking about that that hidden episode of Wandavision, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the <laughs> one that we all knew was definitely going to come. It just was a matter of time. And it's, absolutely, as it turns out, it's Loki season one, episode two, entitled "The Variant." <laughs> and, no one saw it coming. <laughs> no, no one truly saw it coming. I don't think anyone actually saw it live. Because I don't know if it ever happened. (laughs) This episode has the same director as before. The whole season is going to have the same director. And it was written by Elisa Kresnik, which I definitely didn't say correctly, a former assistant to the executive producer of Bones. So, you know, go to Hollywood, become an assistant, keep writing, and your dreams will come true. As well as the series creator, Michael Waldron. And as I was... Previously stating prior to the podcast starting, uh, Chad, I need you here for your comic knowledge. Okay, you have a uh, a full compendium of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and comic universe inside your head, and I'm really going to need you for the knowledge that you have today. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, I will dig deep into the empty bucket that is my knowledge of comic books in the MCU. <laughs> mm, I appreciate that. We're really lowering the bar, and then you're going to surpass it. Well, I feel uh, bad because you guys keep you guys kept bumping me up like this big, huge comic guy. To be fair, and, like you knew most of the answers when we asked. Well, <laughs> more than I, more than I know. <laughs> well, I, I wish you the best of luck every time. I am like, and I now I need you. <laughs> this is a test. So we get right into this episode, and the previously on is just missed minutes expositional dumping from the last episode. As the Marvel intro begins, I think the same things I always think when I see it, which is, I wonder if Spider-Man's going to take over where Iron Man is, like Robert Downey Jr. is there at the end of it. I assume that's part of his contract where he's like, the last thing you're going to see inside the Marvel letters is me, but he's gone now. So is it going to be Tom Holland in the future? I sort of hope so. And and then it turns green, and we enter a Ren Fair in 1985 Oshkosh, Wisconsin, the year Back to the Future came out, by the way. And Adam, you have Wisconsin oh. friends. I do, yes. They are a, they are a delightful bunch. Yeah, there's nothing more to that. I just recall as they were like, we're in Wisconsin, I was like, Adam knows people there. And I'm not sure I, how I know interesting them. that is. 
but it, I'm not quite sure how far from Oshkosh they are. Is Oshkosh a real place? I guess. Sure. Let's go with it. it. I feel like I've heard I, the name before. I, I think it is too. See, yeah. Chad so already in, coming in clutch, not with his comic yeah. knowledge, but his knowledge <laughs> of Wisconsin. So interesting. I know nothing about Wisconsin, but I have been to a Ren Fair. Okay. Ah, that counts. I've been to a, a one as well. I have also oh. been to one. We, Adam and I both know a witch. And mm-hmm. so we went to go see said witch. But I'm glad we all have insider knowledge here. We enter the Ren Fair and a woman who looks a lot like Catherine Hahn meets the TVA <laughs> that are just coming through portals and uh, her, she's not Catherine Hahn, though. Her name is Kate Berlant. She is the Bruin box office girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with many more credits after that. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, the internet thinks that it's an Agatha Harkness cameo and that they picked her specifically. Mm, that would be huh. interesting. Yeah, I mean, other than no. the fact that Catherine Hahn, like, the point of Agatha Harkness is that she is not really aging at the speed that we all are. Because she's mm. been alive for a very long time. I don't know if you've gone from that to this, but, uh, you know. No, I don't know. They're just, they're making connections where they're, they're, they're desperate to find a connection. She People does look a lot yeah. like her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Do you, I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Red hair. Yeah. Some of these, yeah. <laughs> I think the people have been upset that there hasn't been a lot of, like, MCU connections in the shows mm. so far, aside from, like, the obvious connections. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're reaching say, for... Besides the whole universe is a connection within itself, get over yourself, MCU fans, perhaps? Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're right. some of the most epic, like, um, one-sided fans I've ever seen. <laughs> Very, very, very to their own knowledge, and that's all that that it is, and that's that's all they know. Their perception is reality. We say they like they're also not us. Yeah, right. it's it's me. It's me too. It's me, and it's you, and it's all of us. Everybody listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we assume that there's a variant here, and the TVA move out to go find them. They quickly bring up Nexus Energy. Uh, just to be like, hey, audience, I know you don't fully understand what Nexus shit is, and we don't either. <laughs> but our solution is we're going to say it over and over again until you or we get it, honestly. So so we, so we, it's important, right? I would assume so. It must so. be important. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's actually – it's interesting because that's, that's the one thing that did carry over from WandaVision because Wanda is right. a Nexus being. And, like, they had that, like, faux commercial, the Nexus antidepressants. So right, and as we all perhaps uh, know and or need to be reminded of, a nexus being is the same across all timelines, and there aren't many of them, but Wanda is one of them. And I'll come back to this moment uh, when we get to our actual like review of the show because I do think it speaks to like anyone who is claiming that the show is a bit too expositional dumpy Mm. like this moment Mm. was like that was a kind of an eye roll for me like okay i i get it we're we are gaining knowledge but you just keep punching us in the face with it (laughs) one of the tva agents gets mind controlled almost immediately by who we assume is a version of loki and then they all tag team loki and the mind controlled person the tva together while the team who is about to die goes through a very quick crisis of, Commander, what are you doing? Should we try to kill you? Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, that's never happened before. Yeah. Uh, and the commander is says she's having fun, quote-unquote. Seems like Loki, or the variant of Loki, has inhabited her completely. And this all happens while holding out for a hero. I need a hero! By Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Totally <laughs> in the 80s. Yeah, I liked that. Literally, like, this is 1985. That song comes yeah. out so in 84. My my wife thought that that might have been kind of like an Easter egg, like a hint at what's going on. Oh, where, for like, sure. All the, yeah. Like, okay. the, all the, the horrible things that Loki's doing ends up being for, like, the greater good. Yes. I mean, okay. if the cookie-cutter version of this show happens, which I'm not saying is good or bad, I'm just saying it is very is. possible... It's the it's the uh, it's the pristine timeline. Yeah, and Loki <laughs> turns out to be the hero that we all needed the whole time. Then I need a hero. <laughs> yes, is pretty on the nose. <laughs> no, I'm 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 saying that the evil Loki would turn into the good Loki, and the good Loki ends oh. up being a bad Loki. We're gonna say the word Loki this episode a lot. Just prepare for that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, right. It's the Loki name, squared. It's the name of the show. Can we can we uh, jump ahead? I mean, people who are listening have already seen the show. Can we just say girl Loki? No, we cannot. <laughs> okay. Not yet. No, that's not that's not what's possible, Chad. It's not what's possible. Right, not until then, the then, department then, then store this scene. Is, this is your everyone's post spoiler alert. Yeah. Assumably, you watched the show. If you didn't watch the show, <laughs> if you didn't watch the show, I'm still glad that you're here. I need to make that very clear. I need right, I, right. I need to to say that I know at least one person who hasn't watched the show that's probably going to listen to this. Good, more power to them. Who, what's their name? Yeah. Um, th- that would be our friend Connor. Hi, Connor. Yeah, yeah, hi, that's Connor. true. Oh, he'll be psyched. <laughs> we said hi to him. Okay, he he will. Or he'll just be like, uh, "Get your name out of my mouth." <laughs> Either one. I'm I'm cool with both. Okay. Wait, wait. You mean get my name out of your? Okay, go ahead. Yes, yes, Chad. I yeah. What you were saying. We are five seconds into this show at the moment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The variant then stabs all of them with jousting lances. The blue knight rules, and the red knight sucks a big one. Yep. And gains not only time grenades but also the little computer as well, and drags the passed out commander through a time door as we hit the opening credits. We then come back from the credits, and it's clear that Miss Minutes is going to be, like, the narrator of the series. And she immediately starts to describe the Nexus events again. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> she is testing Loki's knowledge of time, and he is very disinterested. But it's important to note the red line at which the sacred timeline will be destroyed, which is the expositional point of this whole scene. Like, by the way, if it hits the red line in our little doodad, everything goes to shit. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Or so as far as they know. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah. I mean, we'll get into it, but I think we're being fed a bunch of bullshit. Of course we are. Of yeah, course it's definitely, are. definitely a facade of some sort. After trying to hit the magic clock a few times, Tom Hanks, I mean, Owen Wilson, a.k.a. Mobius, to the third steps in and grabs Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. I mean, Frank Abagnale Jr. I mean, Loki, who <laughs> puts on a jacket <laughs> that says variant on it, which is very cool. And by the way, like, how often is that jacket going to be at comic cons? I know. I was going to say that's Halloween. You're going to see that in Halloween. Right. L- lazy cosplay. And uh, <laughs> and they're about to step out onto their first adventure. The pre-meeting of said adventure is being run by Hunter B-15. Still mad about Ruby's ending in Lovecraft Country. I'll never get over it. And <laughs> they are discussing C-20, and which is the commander from the Renfair 
escapade and how C20 got lost in the sauce. They know it's a Loki, and, but they don't know which version of Loki that it is. And, and by the way, we're going to call regular Loki Loki, but it is about to get confusing. I'm just going to point that yeah. out. <laughs> Mobius shows different versions of Loki to prepare the squad for what they might be finding when they go to the Ren Fair. And some are quite like him. We see a Hulk Loki in there, which I am very interested in. So Hulky? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any other versions of Loki you saw in that moment that were interesting to you? Uh, The barbarian Loki? Yeah, the Viking Loki, right? (laughs) Which matches up. I feel like we're playing Assassin's Creed. Just like different (laughs) versions of Assassins. So were were those Lokis... Like, I just, I apologize. I literally finished this episode a minute before we started this podcast. We don't forgive you. Were, were, were they other Lokis that were at large, or are they just, just other Lokis that they had captured in the past? That's a great question. With the amount of yeah. exposition that was given to us in this episode, I can truly not tell you. <clears throat> oh, okay. It makes me think that, that it was ones that they've, they've already taken care of. And by taken care of, I mean, disintegrate right and, they call and it it was just like, this is what we found before so if you see right. something like this yeah which is sad because i would like hulky very badly to just come back into frame at any given time <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> i mean don't rule it out i'm not going to but yeah they they understand what they might or might not be going into and at this point loki then breaks down illusion projection versus duplication casting And it's just a moment where he's proving that he will be helpful because he knows about magic more than the TVA do. But I will also say, in this moment, I was a little put off. It felt like it was on the edge of cool, but also cheesy as fuck. Like it's, Mm. and it's teetering on that in every moment. When Mobius says that they're going to bring in an expert, I was like, yeah, we know, we get it. You copy-pasted the catch-me-if-you-can script and changed the names. They're not worried about Loki <laughs> betraying them. No one's chasing Frank Abagnale Jr. Shut up. Be good and stop doing annoying things, Marvel. Like, um, I don't know. Like When James, who, by the way, will read what he posted in the Discord later, but he doesn't like the show at this point, and I get what he's saying. I think, like, all fans that are very passionate about the pieces of entertainment that they love... And when it's doing them wrong, uh, they get very into trashing it. I, I think his points are valid. And we'll, I'm not, I'm not going to keep saying we'll get into it later. I'm just going to keep moving. <laughs> Mobius adds one more thing of importance as they leave. If Loki is good, he gets to meet the timekeepers, which I'm sure will go well and not lead to some sort of ultimate mass destruction. <laughs> uh, hey, do we think the timekeepers are real? Yes. But yeah, not- I, think, I think so. Not the way that this is where I do have a bit of comic book knowledge. Sick. It's, I you you immediately were like I have no idea, and yeah. um, and then <laughs> also immediately still no. I know the comic books. There are three of them. They are kind of space lizards. They're not the first version. They were made by He Who Remains, as we talked about last time. Yeah, I didn't listen to the last one. You fuck. Well, <laughs> well then. <laughs> Okay, so, well, what I know of them is they they were born at the end of time and then created the the TVA to keep their eggs safe so that they will make it to the end of time to be born. They're, they're space oh. lizard eggs? They're eggs right now. And, and at the end of time, they will be born. And the first thing they do is create the TVA 
to keep themselves safe before they were born. Kang is going to scramble the shit out of those so eggs. So that makes me question <laughs> the the scene where Owen Wilson was in the office with the judge lady. I don't yeah. forgive me for not knowing their names. Ravona Renslayer. They're very busy um, <laughs> and they're constantly watching this case. Yeah. No, th- that's all bullshit. That's what I'm saying. That's we bullshit. Don't, we don't- okay. We, we, everything that, that we, everything that Owen Wilson's been told, every, like, he, he even basically said, I blindly believe all this shit. He's right, right. He's basically being, he's asking to have, like, a Plato's cave moment where he realizes that this was all bullshit in the first place. And, and I think that the three either don't exist in the MCU, or we're gonna find out that they're in, you know, hibernation, or, you know, they'll, they'll go with the comic story, which I think is really awesome. Where like they're they're trying to keep themselves safe until they can be born. There's no way that's right. it though. There's no and, way like, they the, go the with sacred, that. The sacred the sacred timeline is just the timeline that results in them being born. Right. Ah, see, they don't talk about that. Tack this into the into the the board for one moment. Loki goes on a long diatribe about how the variant is most likely outside the tent. He's just stalling for time. And he wants assurances. But to be fair, Hunter B-15, who was always less than impressed, is like, no, that's really dumb. Please don't give him any assurances that he's going to meet the time lizards. And it does seem like he's spewing a lot of bullshit, as we said, all the time. He's spewing Mm -hmm. bullshit. The TVA is uh, what we know and what is being told to us is all murky at best. And at this point, the timeline is reset. And we see what actually happens after the grenade goes off, which is the things that are extracurricular that were not there beforehand get deleted. Like all the old shit stays, but the new shit goes and which does change what I thought happened. I assumed it was yeah, like see, a whole genocide that occurred for a timeline. Right, right. Universe, universe deleting bomb. Yeah. Right. I, th- I, I always thought it was that we're just getting rid of what was put in there after the, tva like door opened no yeah right. you were right last week and i was like no it's a genocide idiot it does it i does wanted open that up, kind of a little bit <laughs> yeah, it does open up more questions though and, and we'll get into mm. it because we keep going on tangents we keep going on mm-hmm. alternate timeline ryan take <laughs> us back to the sacred timeline okay bye mobius. Yes, let's reset <laughs> uh mobius heads for a talking to from his ex-lover and current boss, Ravona Renslayer, who is almost definitely the wizard behind the curtain, by the way, where she mm. points out everything he and we already knew. Loki can't be trusted. Why are you still trying to do this? You need to lock it up. <laughs> Ravona says the timekeepers are monitoring every aspect of this case. <laughs> That's pure bullshit. And they are very involved. I don't believe you. They are ghostly authoritarians who are reigning on high and just spewing out rules, which sounds absolutely dreadful, uh, you know, from Loki's perspective and mine too, as I'm watching, I'm like, there seem annoying. Her vibe <laughs> is odd in this scene, and I think she is a pile of secrets and bullshit like we've been discussing. Oh, ab- absolutely. The pen they use to sign the next thing that Owen Wilson still gets to do with Loki, even after the last one went poorly, says Franklin D. Roosevelt High School on it. Mm. That's probably referencing one of the first schools in Dallas to be built for black students back in the day. Uh, And we'll see if that comes back at all. I'm not sure if it will or not, but they showed it close on screen. So usually they do reference something like that again. Mm. Loki and Mobius then have a walk and talk which I'm a huge West Wing fan, so really psyched about that, where Loki is either riding the white pony or I don't know what's up with him in this scene. It feels out of character. Like he's on a lot of cocaine. 
Did it bother anyone else? It, yeah, I did. I did notice that too. It, it was definitely out of his realm that that we led Loki to believe he was. You know, I think he's, he's he's a fish out of water. Like he he's yeah. he's used to being able to pull all the strings, and he's in a place where like nothing that he does works. So he's he doesn't know what to do. He's just getting yeah, restless. He's scrambling. Yeah, and to reach his final goal. Which is obvious to everybody, including the TVA and him, which is to fuck all this shit up and take over. He's trying new things. That's fine. I don't know. It just felt weird. But Mobius makes clear immediately that he was hoping that this Loki's understanding of the variants being better versions of him would make him so riled up that he'd want to catch them. He would take offense to that. And they get back to the matter at hand and once again start talking about doing the work. And Owen Wilson says, you know, pretend your life depends on it and <laughs> do some desk work, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like the way that he that Owen Wilson talks to Loki. His name is Owen Wilson, by the way. He's not Mobius. Mm-hmm. I hate the word Mobius. I don't like saying it. His name is Mobius M. Mobius. Yeah. Does the M stand for Mobius? Uh, who, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mobius cubed. Mobius more, <laughs> more Mobius. Um I, but I, I like how he treats Loki. Like he's just like he he basically just says whatever he needs to say to do whatever he needs Loki to do, and he's like so apathetic about everything. It's it's like it's a nice foil for Loki, who's like like a a suave, quick thinker, quick talker, and he's just like a blunt like. Maybe I just said that to get you to do what I wanted you to do. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's a brick <laughs> talking to a everyone. con man, you know. Yeah. Like, but okay. I like it. I uh. no 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 don't 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 retreat. Things that you like matter, and I. But also, I kind of hate it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I would argue this show is at its worst when it's trying to be a procedural drama, and it's at its best when it's trying to be a superhero story, which I wouldn't usually say. I have like I'm within superhero fatigue, even though I like all of these shows to a point. Uh, and and the superhero story though is fading away in this series. It's becoming it's just every time it is a ripoff of Catch Me If You Can, I'm just like, okay, leave that behind. Move on and show us the new version of it. Stop being something I already saw Steven Spielberg directed. See, I mean, we're, I'm jumping ahead again. Yep. Uh, they did it because they had to do it now. They laid they laid everything on so thick. Because right. what what happens at the end of this episode, I didn't think was going to happen until much later in the series. Me either, but also don't make it six episodes then. Make it eight, right? Well, no, it, it makes me excited for what, I, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. They could think, well, it's funny because usually the complaint that I have with these Marvel shows is that they make them a little too long and they could cut them back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So maybe the story that they have to tell is just that much better than... What we, no, I dude, I think what the actual problem here is, is that this exists to give us exposition on the way that they're going to open up the entire universe. And that's a lot to get the audience there. Like, what is the first 10 minutes of Doctor Strange going to be if not these six episodes condensed? Right. And like these exist, I think, just to make those 10 minutes more palatable because they assume if you watch Dr. Strange and the multi-universe quantum Ant-Man realm, if you watch those two (laughs) movies, you're most likely going to be a person who's already watched Loki. And when they start just throwing universes and throwing timelines at you, 
you're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, Loki destroyed all of it, so I get it. And we are going to not have to do as much exposition then as we're doing now. I I don't... Sure, but I I think that they were clever by accident. Because if you remember Doctor Strange 1, um, when Doctor Strange uh, meets um, Tilda Swinton... Oh, my God. Help me out, guys. No. Oh, um, Grant. Oh, gosh. Yeah, the I'm old, right there with you. The ancient one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, 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 sure. You know what? Is that you what know what's cool? Is that her name? Yeah, it is uh, the ancient one, and I knew it, but I just wasn't going to tell you. Oh, you're an asshole. Right? <laughs> so, so uh, when he met her, uh, she said, This is just one universe of many, yada, yada, yada. And she's obviously talking about like different dimensions, which is different than variant timelines. But, right. But because that's in doctor strange fans minds now they they can throw one line in and suddenly the alternate dimensions that we learned about in doctor strange are the same thing to them as the variant timelines that we learned about in loki and the people who saw loki and wandavision and ant-man they just have greater context so they don't need to have this exposition yeah they're desperately trying to make it not a weird convoluted thing and I get that. It just is grading sometimes, I think. And perhaps that is not the same way for others. Who, and they're masking it with Loki being a charming dude. And I get that. And, and it, it, it does work some of the time. But when it doesn't work all the time. Okay, I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued with how, because like you said, Chad, I thought that this was going to happen a lot later in the series, mm-hmm. and it happened episode two. How can it? We're like, already a third done there, with the series. There's, there's, yeah, but there's already a season two greenlit. There is. So they're gonna, there's gonna be a season two. So what else can We're, be told? Yeah. Like it's got, and where is that going to lie in relation to the Doctor Strange universe and the the Ant Man stuff? Like, is it going to be after? Is it going to be before? Are they going to jump? backward in time forward in time in in terms of like the timeline of the storytelling see i I thought that that this was going to happen at the end that whatever Mm. whatever happened in the story that was going to be the bomb that blew up and the ripples will be felt throughout the mcu but the fact that they made it so early means that they're going to do something with it now and I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I'm excited. I know that, that I'm intrigued. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of skepticism um, with the show, and I, I guess I guess I get that too. But I mean, I'm I'm loving it so far. I like all the the thick narrative exposition. I, I'm like I want to figure out the the how the knot untangles. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know if you guys remember, but we left Loki at a desk. And yeah, he gives up immediately <laughs> oh, looking right, the for what Owen Wilson tells him to do. <laughs> right, the recap. Yeah, we're back here, baby. So he um, he goes to the uh, uh, administrator of some kind, and he says he's looking for files pertaining to the beginning of time and the creation of the TVA. And if he were smart, he would have just read the comics, but he doesn't have that ability. So <laughs> he then finds an event inquiry of the destruction of Asgard because the only files he's allowed to look at are ones about himself. And what he's looking at is basically like the spark notes of Thor Ragnarok. He sees that the planet's <laughs> gone. Notes. Yeah, remember yeah. spark notes, guys? Do, 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 do yeah. your listeners know what spark notes are? Uh, yes. Like a, you guys should message us on Discord if you know what spark notes are. Right. Based on the statistics of uh, our listeners, 60% of them definitely know what spark notes is. And 40% of them have no idea. 
So just go Google it. You have a phone in your pocket. Everything's fine. Anyway, Asgard turned out poorly. The planet's gone. Everyone's dead. Zero variance energy detected, though. And that was only a, what was it, a chapter seven or like a category seven apocalypse? I'm like, oh, just a category seven? Yeah, could have been worse. Pompeii was a 10. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Giant fire monster destroys a false realm (laughs) versus a volcano in on Midgard. A false realm? Well, you know, like a like a fantasy realm. Well, oh, you those are not the same. One of those one of those is fake. I was like, dude, Th- that, do you have that a- was a uh, slip of my tongue. Sure. I was like, dude, do you have a hot take that I don't know about? <laughs> no, no, not this time. The entire population of Asgard was only nine thousand and change. So maybe that's why it was classified so low. How many people died? Oh, in I have no idea. Well, I, I don't know. You're the history major here, Chad. But it said planetary destruction. Pompeii didn't destroy Earth. That's true. <laughs> but it still maybe, was a level maybe, 10. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's dependent on the number of people who died. I'm not a history major. That's James. I, yeah. I treat you like an encyclopedia, <laughs> Chad. All right. Uh, that was 12,000 people then. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Loki then walks Mobius through while ruining his salad. That variant Loki is hiding within almost apocalypses. Apocalypses that are about to happen. And they are timelines that are about to cease anyway. So they start to journey through moments in time that are literally about to explode so that the TVA cannot see a variance creating a time bullshit. (laughs) Right. See, I thought this was clever writing. Continue. As did I. Uh, First off, they go to is Pompeii, Italy, which if you've been living under a rock, you're about to be like this entire country. Yeah, can you can you believe two thousand people died in Pompeii? I mean, yeah, I, I'm not like gonna, only two thousand. Yeah. Only two thousand, yeah. Compared yeah. to Asgard, yeah, it was ninety something. I don't know. I think you guys are being very flippant <laughs> about death. Uh, <laughs> uh, Loki let some goats free. He says, "Like go, you." They have horns too, so I like them. Nothing I do matters. <laughs> he screams at the citizens about their impending deaths. And as the volcanic ash gets closer and closer, which, by the way, I will point out, uh, Mount St. Helens was the model for this explosion because it, we don't know what happened in Pompeii because it exploded. And uh, there was ashes in my garage when I was a kid, just and when I was a chillins, uh, from Mount St. Helens. My dad just like scooped that shit up and put it in a jar and it was in my uh, garage when I was a kid. That's just a quick fun fact about me and it has no uh, want or need about this podcast, but I just wanted to throw it in there. Interesting. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. There was a urn Mount St. Helen ashes incident in my childhood (laughs) that uh, I won't get further into, but I do want to say that it happened. Anyway, there was no zero variance. (laughs) Anyway, there was a zero variance energy in the Pompeii apocalypse, proving Loki's theory that that is most likely where variant Loki is hiding. And then, while consuming what I assume is coffee to keep them awake and reading about doomsdays, Mobius and Loki discuss how sweet jet skis are, as well as how <laughs> preposterous Loki believes the TVA's whole deal to be. He makes the point that existence is chaos, nothing makes any sense, come watch TV. It felt like Michael Waldron <laughs> writing a letter to his old boss, Justin Roiland, in this moment. It's the second time in the show that they breach the question of free will. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's interesting. And and um, it, I also think it's interesting Mobius's response 
Because he basically kind of like, he pivots into saying that like, even though I have free will, I don't have free will because I have purpose. And purpose kind of becomes this like analog for lack of free will. I just thought like it's like a brainwashing kind of thing. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think they're just constantly having to tackle a main issue that all fantasy realms, all superhero stories, you know, Harry Potter has to tackle this. Every and, and like Superman is the worst representation of it. Like they just have to tackle, oh, okay, if there are gods here, actual gods, does the rest of anything matter? And the prevailing sentiment of characters who have emotions are, of course, everything matters. Everything we do matters. And, and don't, don't take life for granted just because there's definitely someone pulling the strings while some other characters are like, mm, I don't know. I think you're full of shit. <laughs> I think there is free will. I think that to go back to my earlier theory, um, the, the TVA is just trying to keep keep it keep they keep on deleting the timelines that people choose things that don't result in the uh the timekeepers being born well i mean the end apparently according to the space lizards is that there are no more nexus events there's no more <laughs> chaos there is only order and we meet in peace at the end of time at the restaurant at the end of the universe and it's because they're finally <laughs> born the right. eggs because because it, it doesn't matter anymore that's why right <laughs> yes seems very free willy and uh by the way <laughs> free free willy yeah, <laughs> he jumps over us in the rock wall and we're all chill now uh there was a sequel they dumped oil in the ocean yeah a lot of people dump oil in the ocean chad what's your point <laughs> 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 the oil comes out of the ground what are you gonna do stop <laughs> oil is kang Oil is Kang. That is the name of this episode. Oil is Kang. Uh, Jonathan Majors is Kang, if we're all being honest with ourselves. Anyway, we're all scared little boys, Chad and Adam, okay? And that leads to an aha moment right out of a cop show as Owen Mobius runs off to gain the Kablooey Blueberry from the French fiasco from earlier. And he realizes that it was sold in the future to variant Loki or perhaps probably stolen. I would assume a Loki would just steal it. And it happens in Alabama between 2047 and 2051, which makes the search for a doomsday event much more specific. They go through them all. Most of them are all weather-related, which is odd because we've been treating the Earth with the utmost respect for so long. How could the weather turn on us? <laughs> <laughs> and Loki finds Alabama 2050, Category 8 hurricane. I don't know what the categories are of current hurricanes, but I feel like that is higher. Uh, I, I could be wrong. Uh, Chad, Encyclopedia Chad, what are the categories of hurricanes? I know that tornadoes only go up to five. That's true. The finger of God. <laughs> the finger of God. <laughs> Fid. I don't, I, I, we can't do this. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> right. We can't do this. Let's talk about Twister for a half hour. Yeah, so Bill Paxton, let me tell you. Oh, rip, buddy. <laughs> rip so hard. What were they trying to do Where? in that movie? In Twister. Go towards the tornadoes. (laughs) And then once they were too close to the tornadoes, get out of there. They they put, uh, you know, probes for early warning systems. This is insane. Back to, back to. (laughs) You can't do that. No, yeah, no, no. We're, no, we're here now. Somebody's got to say it. Earlier, their first attempt 
They sent out Dorothy one. Sure. And it yeah. got knocked over and then all the probes came out and got sucked up in the, into the yeah, tornado. Yeah, there wasn't enough like, weight, oh. Chad. And yeah. they thought, oh, damn. Didn't, no, no, the, but that's the pack bullshit. The was too light. That's bullshit. How so? Because. They didn't because anchor the pack. That doesn't matter. None of that matters because they wanted it to get sucked up in the tornado. That was the whole point. You can't explain it. You can't predict it. Yes. Are you arguing <laughs> physics or or like narrative? Like, like what do you? I'm, I think both. Yeah, that could be it. Well, they needed the Dorothy to be prepped, primed, and active so the sensors could trigger. Of course. And when they're just on the ground, they weren't triggering. Listen, are you saying that Helen Hunt isn't good at her job, Chad? Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. <laughs> I think we better get off this road. Uh, Loki. Okay, right, so let's, <laughs> let's tie ourselves to a pipe and let's get back. That in. is so pretty stupid. I don't think the pipe thing would have worked. Oh yeah, have a leather belt. They on go you. thirty feet in the ground. Have leather belt on you. If you at anchor all times. it to it, you might have a chance. All right. Anyway, no, have a leather belt on you at all times, and you won't get sucked up into a tornado. That's what I learned from that movie. And what I learned from Loki is that Ravona Slayer still has to say if they can do anything that they want to do. So we get another briefing meeting with Hunter B-15 and pals. They're about to enter a super fucking duper Walmart called Rocks Cart for naming rights purposes, assumably. No, uh, the Roxxon Company is from See, the comic books. This is why I have you here. This is, ah. what, this is why you're here. I knew you would know that. I was literally about to say, and, like, and- Chad, tell us the truth. If you pay attention in all the movies and stuff, the R-O-X-X, it's all over the place. And this is just the latest time that the oh. Easter egg, it, it, they're like a big deal. They're like AIM or Stark Enterprises in the comic books. Oh, see, I didn't know that. This was a new name to me. Yeah, hmm. it just reminded me of the Costco from Idiocracy. Just gigantic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this Rocks car probably has like 18 tire centers and they're about to go in it. And we enter the scene. It looks like a mix between The Day After Tomorrow and Stranger Things. And Loki enters the building. He makes himself dry now due to magic. And what? What's up? Do you have a problem with that? No. Okay, sick. And he goes with Hunter B-15 after a expositional conversation as to why he can't just be with Owen Wilson for some whatever reason. And the variant is seen behind the scenes, behind a set of monitors, and setting some sort of charge for 20 minutes. So we now have a countdown variant loki then mind controls b15 immediately and now we have a first conversation between loki and variant loki on the other side of the building mobius points out to the crew to stop scaring the almost dead people okay they're about to die just like stop pushing them that's not very nice (laughs) and then they also run into c20 the commander who got dragged through the portal earlier at the Ren Fair, she is alive. She is whispering, it's real, to herself repeatedly, which all healthy people do. And we'll most likely learn what that means in the future. We then port back, and Loki version Hunter B-15 takes over another body. We call him... Randall. Best Buy Loki. Randall. Isn't it Rand- Randy? Yeah, Randy. I'm going to call him Best Buy Loki. And Best Buy Loki. <laughs> he is played by an actor named Austin Freeman. He was top knot from Watchmen, Alex and the Walking Dead. And also just like to get this part though, just like a, a character actor, someone not really known, but you're imitating Loki in the Loki show. That must be so huge, right? Like if you're that actor, you must be so fucking psyched. They, he, they effectively get to play Tom Hiddleston. No, that's not right. They don't effectively get to play Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> they're, they're playing the other Loki who's not Tom Hiddleston. Right, but they have the same like, 
cadences. No, Chad's right, you right but he's he's into semantics, and I don't I don't need it. <laughs> he is right though. Anyway, anyway, all right, fine. <laughs> Loki tries to recruit Loki to take over the TVA, but Loki is like, "How dare you! I will not be under another Loki." So you're truly delusional, Loki. But also, call me Randy. And then the best line of the episode happens, where OG Loki says, "God, I know why Thor found this so annoying." I said the word yeah. Loki so many times in that <laughs> sentence, and that is annoying. In the background, we see variant Loki, who is not Randy, setting a time grenade. And elsewhere, C-20 is still, it's real, it's real. And uh, she told, apparently, variant Loki how to find the space lizards. Which, like, Owen Wilson doesn't know, but C-20 knows? Mm. Question mark? Yeah, I thought that was strange, too. I think it's dumb in a plot hole and not good. Well, I mean, what do you think it's real means? Oh, I have no clue. The the multiverse? Yeah, maybe the multiverse. Maybe the eggs. Maybe uh, the eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we don't know about that. Yeah, maybe there's some like some conspiracies going on that people haven't just haven't talked about yet. Maybe Kang the Conqueror? Could be Kang the Conqueror. That would be interesting. Yeah, just a, the pronoun it's because they don't know and real because Kang is for sure going to be real. He's an Ant-Man. Huh. Yeah. Anyway... B-15 then wakes up and is like, shit, and Randy is gone, and a bigger man becomes variant Loki, starts to beat the piss out of OG Loki. We have one minute left as the timer trickles down, and of course, the team thinks OG Loki betrayed them in this moment. Country Hoss Loki passes out, and the real Loki then arrives, and we hear OG Loki's previous statement, what do you want? being replayed over and over like it's on a recording. Mm. Variant Loki then takes down their hood, and they reveal to be Lady Loki, played by Sophia Martino. She is Carol from Yesterday, Lily from Into the Badlands, and according to the IMDb, going to be around the, for a bit. She has a lot of things going off. She's popping off right now as an actress, but also popping off in this show, she seems to be in multiple episodes. And it is Lady Loki, which is why you said girl Loki earlier. And I was like, no, how dare you? <laughs> it's Lady. Mistress Loki. My apologies. Mistress Loki. Um, horn. What are you implying? Yeah. Wait, who, what? Um, nothing. You are a racist. As the store gets dark <laughs> and the time grenades light up, we see that Lady Loki has a fucking lot of these things. Like Owen Wilson was like, you have six of them. Maybe that's all that we really know about. She has 30 plus. And all of which, at the same time, port to different places and cause Nexus events all over the gosh dang place. I have like six things to say. Say all Uh, six of them Yeah, I have one one big one as well. Okay, wait. This is what we're going to do. No, no, no. Chad, this is what we're going to do. Chad, say one through three. Okay. Okay. And then Adam, say your big four. It will ruin the rest of Chad's shit. And uh, that is my prediction. Okay. 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 So thing one, um, the recording that you heard of Loki, um, I don't know what you guys thought, but I got flashbacks of um, the Matrix where like Neo sees all of his oh, other yeah. selves like, yes. talking to the ar- architect. Uh, so do you think that that was like recordings of other Lokis that she dealt with? Shit. Now I do. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Because I thought it was super strange that she like had a tape recorder on her at that moment and decided to record <laughs> that one little part. That one line. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's going to say it. And then uh, second thing. So we learned earlier that the time bombs 
time bombs. Uh, they they only delete the part <laughs> of the timeline that is incorrect or that isn't supposed to be there. This this was my big thing, so I'm yeah. gonna forfeit my time. So when when she sends them all back in time, like all thirty of them to different parts in the timeline, if if she's sending them back on the sacred timeline, wouldn't that mean that like nothing happened because it only gets rid of the bad stuff? Right. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, well, if it only gets rid of the stuff that changed, it's yeah. just going to go off and nothing's going to happen. And nothing's going to happen. Like someone's going to be like, oh, what was that? I'm blue. And then it goes away. <laughs> unless there's something bigger at play there. Right. Right. Unless it's it's there, like I said, unless we're being fed a bunch of bullshit and none of yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. Good. Which we definitely so, are. Yeah. So uh, and then my third thing, I, I, I conflated. I only, only have three things. You son of a bitch. My, my third thing <laughs> is... Uh, when um when Loki leaves with Lady Loki, do you think he's betraying them, or do you think that he's going in as the hero to stop her? I don't think it's either. I think he is making a calculated risk of how does he get he, what, the ends justify the means, and his end is taking over the TVA figuring out how to be the king of something bigger and better and uh who else better to aid him in that endeavor but another version of him that is somehow more powerful because she perhaps is older or wiser so you think he's going to team up with her for his own purposes i think he's going to turn on everyone including her and including mm-hmm. the TVA as well. She is just another mm-hmm. asset in the long line of his ascent. It's maybe. I don't know. I feel like that's very short-sighted of Loki. I mean, after having seen all the Infinity Stones just like paperweights in the TVA, I mean, he's got to know that there's there's no way out. For his him. entire history, I would argue, is a bit short-sighted. Like, he meets Thanos, and he thinks to himself, like, oh, this guy won't be uh the guy who breaks my neck one day like he's not incredibly sure. more powerful than me and but those, but that, I, that followed the rules that he knows in his universe he's in a place where like his most like powerful thought the the biggest thing that he can possibly imagine the collection of all the infinity stones uh is nothing like he know he's got to know that he can't go up against that I agree. I think the most interesting part about him as a character is that he's willing to take risks that most Marvel characters won't, which Mm -hmm. is why the end of this episode, I think, is at all interesting, because I don't know, name another Marvel character who would have jumped through that portal. Sadly, like, the worst character in the canon, in my opinion, Hawkeye, I think, would have done it. Uh, Black Widow, maybe. Captain America, I don't know. Iron Man, I don't think so. Thor, probably not. We don't know if he's doing it with good intentions or bad intentions. It's yet, definitely it's not bad or good intentions. It's just the intention just of like selfish. Yes, it's how can I yeah. move forward with my nebulous goals and right. following this lady, Lady Loki. Uh, like maybe we get the band back together. All the Lokis, help me out. So uh, th- there was another thing that happened. I don't know if you guys caught it, but when all the bombs exploded in the department store and they all started going off and veering these weird timelines on that little ticker tape screen, one mm. of the line items was Vormir. So one of those went to Vormir, which if you didn't know, is where the soul stone is held. And the date 
says 423, which happens to be National Picnic Day. So I happy National Picnic Day, Warner. so much. But it's also 20, <laughs> it's 2301, so Black Widow's body yeah. at that point has completely disintegrated. The bones yes. probably aren't there, but... Right, but it's just Red interesting... Skull is there, probably. That, that it... I wonder if I, I can't imagine that means anything. It's such a teeny tiny detail. But then again, Marvel's been known to do even more hidden details and bring them back. I wonder if that has anything to do because I, the Soul Stone is like one of the most hard. This is like the hardest the stone list to get. Of places those time grenades went, and you guys I, tell yeah, me I have it in front of me. Yeah. I missed all of this. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read the list of date and place, and you just interrupt me if something hits you about them. 1522, Phong Na, Vietnam. P.S. And by the way, definitely said that wrong. Going to say a lot of things wrong in the future. 1492, <laughs> Lisbon, Portugal. 2301. 1492. 1492. Oh, Columbus, yeah. C- Columbus. Columbus. Yep. Blue. yep. So that's, but was it, was it, it was Portugal, right? Yeah. yeah he's, Portugal? he's actually from Portugal, but he's he, yeah. he, he left in the name of Spain. But yeah, he's from Portugal. 2301, Vormir, we just talked about. 1551, yep. Thornton, USA. Yeah, 1999 1551 okay 1551 yep 1999 cookville usa 2004 asgard which i think is thor one yeah i was gonna say that's not ragnarok what, what was the year again 2004 2004 yeah 2004 maybe that was thor one or maybe that was um well i mean when the movies came out that's not yeah. where they fall on the timeline that's so true maybe that's, that's true too Mm. 1390 Rome, Italy. 1984 Sakar, Tao. 1808 Barisha. God, I'm oh, I am gonna fuck. <sighs> 1708 Porvu, Finland. Thir- <laughs> 1382 Ego. Ego. Oh yeah. Oh yep. Ah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. 1982 Titan. That's we saw some shit on Titan. Uh, Th- Thanos was there. A lot of things yeah. have crashed into it. Yeah. Do we know when that happened? Like when when the planet died? If I'm going to put it, I bet 1982. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's a that's that's a fair assessment. <laughs> New York, 1947. That was probably the creation of Captain America. Mm, but there's that. A, yeah, sure. 1984, Tokyo, Japan. I'm moving on. 0051, Hala. 1991, Kingsport, USA. 1001, Kandar. Z- Xandar. Xandar, yeah. So we get to see Jeff Goldblum again, question mark? Mm. 2005. Well, time differently on Xandar. What's up, dude? We, we know that time passes differently on Xandar. Yeah. Yeah. 2005, Beijing, China. 1903, Madrid, Spain. And 1887, something. We don't know when or what that was. Did you notice that a lot of these are on Earth? Yeah. yeah. The, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a lot of it's on Earth, Chad. One of them, I bet, yeah, is so- when Star-Lord was picked up. Yeah, Maybe that was the, there any in the eighties yeah. in USA? Yeah. Are we about that to was see that. like Loki behind the hospital where Star Lord is being picked up, <laughs> watching Yo. it or something like that? We're, we're, we're about to watch Loki Endgame. Yes. <laughs> Guardians of the Loki. <laughs> okay. Or we did this last time, Adam, and I really liked it. I'm going to read mm. the top five or six Reddit comments for the episode and get your guys's uh, feelings on the subject. Yes. The first one is, I need to use a, quote, cosmic mistake more often, unquote. Does that hit you guys? A cosmic, cosmic mistake. You are cosmic a cosmic mistake. mistake. <laughs> That's that feels very demeaning. I feel threatened. You should. You're. I'm, I'm aggressing <laughs> upon you. The second. <laughs> yep, Chad. Yeah. Well, I just I mean, they're saying that the show is a cosmic mistake. 
Uh, no, Loki is a cosmic being alive, like not pruning Loki. I believe was the cosmic mistake. <laughs> okay. Second, what a wild ending! Definitely didn't expect the time to branch off uncontrollably this early. We're in for a wild yeah. ride these next four episodes. I, I, I disagree think, uh, entirely. Uh, uh, Really? What do you no, think? No, I've been saying that the whole the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I was like, wow, that's a weird turn. <laughs> Listen, okay, this needs to be a place with hot takes, Chad, and you just like going against every feeling you have would be pretty hot. But you know, next next podcast, I'll I'll go against everything I believe. Oh, uh, okay, that's cool. I, I look forward yeah. to that. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. I wonder which moments in the time female Loki sent those time grenades. And then we know that. We went over those in yeah. detail. <laughs> that person didn't they, read. They should watch the podcast. I mean, <laughs> they should also listen to it. You should just post this podcast as a reply comment. They should listen to the comics <laughs> and watch the podcast. Yeah. Next one. Good thing Asgard is a people and not a place. Oh, righteous. Oh, to my heart. Yeah. Tom and <laughs> Owen are amazing together. They bounce off each other with amazing chemistry. I do like them together. I do, too. I- I, I surprisingly really like Owen Wilson in this in this role. I think he's doing great. Yeah, he's not too Owen Wilson-y. I mean, he's no, a little, he's he hasn't a said Owen wow. Yeah, describe once. what that is. That's true. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we said last episode. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. Yeah. And the last one I'll read is the multiverse of madness begins. Yeah, bum, that's bum, about right. Bum. I mean, the point is like for Doctor Strange to happen. For the quantum mania to happen, it all has to go to shit eventually, right? Wait a minute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I, I've, I may have found a problem. Do we know? I guess when this happens is kind of an uh, upside down question, because Scarlet Witch heard her kids at the end of Wandavision, which implies that there's right. already a multiverse. We also, as I said earlier in Doctor Strange, we know there already is like a dimensional multiverse. So. Are, are we just assuming that this broken timeline is the multiverse or? Well, yeah, potentially because this is happening before WandaVision. So wonder if the WandaVision that we but, saw at the end is in, like after and it does break off and now she can see it and all that stuff. I mean, Loki asked the question, too. Like, we're from the future, right? It's very futury there. Like, like we don't really mm. know when the TVA is. Right. Well, time passes, passes different. differently wow. in, the, in the TVA. Wow. 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 I'm going to read what James wrote. And yes, please. on the Discord recently, uh, he can't be here once again. Very sorry for everybody who listens to the HBO boys because his little boy is still uh, pouring mucus out of his <laughs> nose. But James wrote, so there is no multiverse or alternative timelines. Before we even get to the show, this is contra- contradicted by the end game. Peggy Carter lived a whole 70 years of her life one way and then lived another version of it with Steve. If that's on an alternate timeline, then what would you call it? Somebody had a really good comeback to that. Which was what, you? Yeah. And you said? I said, uh, how do we know that Steve wasn't there the whole time and just chose to not reveal himself until after he knew that his younger self ported back? Which I think is mm. it, it, it is on point. Uh, but I think what James is truly trying to get across is his frustration. Uh, in the future, he then says, episode two is really boring. The show is all bickering. Characters bicker for 15 minutes at a time and nothing happens. At least Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the scenes were short. He currently puts Falcon and the Winter Soldier above Loki, which I think is insane. But yeah, I, I disagree. 
I'm also low on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm lower than the average for sure. I think James needs to cool it. I, I think he's being a little <laughs> too critical. So far, it's been fun. I think that, I mean, in this after the second episode of WandaVision, you can't complain that you don't know what's going on and there's too much confusion. It was the second episode. I think we're just, we're in second episode-itis and we don't know what's yeah. going on yet. That's um, true. I lean a bit more towards, I don't think exactly what James thinks. I'm not as intensely hating upon Loki as he is, but I very much understand it. Like, Mm -hmm. there are some moments in the second episode I found very, very annoying, very expositionally heavy, and very kind of treating the audience like we're dummies some of the time, and trying to mask it with, hey, look how charismatic Loki and Mobius to the third is, which they are. Uh, but that doesn't make every other scene that they are just shoving exposition down our throats okay. And they do obviously make it better because the end is a bigger swing than I usually give Marvel TV shows to have, which is he steps through the door and not most Marvel characters would do that. Did you see Adaptation, the movie? No, that sounds insane. Nicolas Cage? Of course not. No? No, I only watched one Nicolas Cage movie, and that is National Treasure 1. You didn't watch Face Off either? No, I did. It was no, a Face joke. Off was yeah. so good. Face Off is great. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, well, let me re-ask my question then. Have you seen Adaptation? No, of course not. No. Nope. Okay, well, I recommend watching Adaptation as some a literary uh, critic like yourself. I don't um, think that could be sad, but okay. <laughs> um, the movie was really interesting because in it, the writer of the movie wrote himself into the movie and we're watching the movie that he wrote. So it's very like self-referential and there's, there's, I don't want to, I don't want to give too much away because it's, it's an interesting. It sounds exhausting. Yeah, no, it's good though. It's a little, it's a little (laughs) slow. It's a little slow, but it's slow on purpose because by the end they explain how the end makes the rest of the movie elevates the rest of the movie watch that movie i I mean i recommend it like i said it's a little slow it's also a nick cage movie so take that with a grain of salt but it's worth a watch (laughs) it sounds like you're the pretentious kid in a film study class pushing your glasses up being like oh french films from the 1930s were you know what ryan you know what it's not far off but (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like i feel like it's still worth a watch you know uh this all did make me want to make like a list of a ranking of the shows I've watched this year. So I'm just going to read this list for you guys. And oh, you, you did me- it already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, oh, so I'm, I'm just unprepared with my You're list. unprepared. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a list either. What the you hell? You don't because I didn't tell you to make one. Anyway. Um, Good fan. This doesn't include the upcoming Rick and Morty. This does include shows that are currently just within themselves, and they're not over yet. It doesn't include Dave. I haven't gotten to Hacks yet, which a lot of people say is great. I haven't gotten to Mythic Quest Season 2 or 1, to be fair. I haven't watched The Bad Batch, and I haven't watched Girls 5 ever yet. 5 ever, if I'm being honest. Have you seen Breaking Bad? (laughs) No. (laughs) Actually, truly, I haven't. So maybe my list doesn't even count, because I haven't seen. I told Adam very recently, like I've watched Mm -hmm. most of Breaking Bad on YouTube. I think that's yeah, insane. you said that in the description. Yeah, that's that's nuts. That's such a good show, and you're you're doing a disservice to yourself. I'm addicted to YouTube. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, here are my top eight shows that I've watched <laughs> this year so far, and some of them are still happening. Eight is The Handmaid's Tale season four. It makes me sad, but I have to keep watching it. I'm too deep. Seven is Loki. 
And so that's number two episodes in. Good. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Room to improve. Got it. Yeah. 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 Six is Resident <laughs> Alien, which is amazing, but it's definitely. Gonna oh, be yeah. Canceled. That's great. Yeah. I-, I liked it, though. Five is it. Sweet Tooth, which is so good. Four is Mr. Mayor. Three is WandaVision. Two is hmm. Invincible. And one is Mayor of East Town. Oh, you keep talking about this. I got to watch it. What about the boys? You keep talking about the boys. Did the boys season happen this year? I don't know. It did I haven't not. seen it. It did not. I'm just counting things I've watched this year. But yeah, the boys is dope and everyone should watch it. But the the point is like Falcon and Winter Soldier is not on that list for me. Yeah. I Number zero. Yeah, I don't. I, put it, <laughs> I still put it below Loki and I've only watched two episodes of Loki and I have my gripes with the with the show but james said i don't know if it's a controversial opinion or not that he likes falcon and the winter soldier more than loki currently Ugh. i Sorry. obviously think you mean based on the sound you just made chad that you do not feel that way that i just I, that's such for so many reasons such a rash conclusion to come to yeah but i wish he I mean, was on yeah, the podcast it's, it's, right now to fight you about it because that would be good podcasting <laughs> it's easier to follow for sure because it's kind of basic but it was a filler. That was very much a filler show. Yeah. Well, uh, yes. I mean, the writing in, in, in any 10 minutes of Loki is better than the writing of the entire Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They also have a superior actor. I think Tom Middleston is uh, he's uh, really good at his craft. For okay. Sure. I want to talk to a person who ranks Falcon and the Winter Soldier one WandaVision 2 or 3, Loki 2 or 3. I, 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 I would be intrigued to see what Elliot thinks, like what his ranking is on these, because he watches all of them and, and watches them all multiple times. Adam, the people who listen to this podcast don't know who Elliot is. But yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a friend of friend of ours. Okay. Can I can I be a little presumptuous, Ryan? Absolutely, you can. That's the best podcasting. All right, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very presumptuous. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna so I don't. We did this off off uh, while we weren't recording, but I've been demoted here sure. at the HBO Boys podcast. Yep. And I'm going to go ahead and just take control for a minute. Oh, perfect. I want one of the listeners who's listening to this right now, join the Discord Uh. and tell us if you liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier better than WandaVision and Loki. And if you did, Ryan is going to invite you to speak in the next podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay, a few things. That Chad. sounds like a great opportunity. It really does. They, no one's going to say shit. I, but I really appreciate it. I hope someone does, but I don't see, foresee it happening. Prove me wrong, audience. Number one, Chad, you haven't been demoted, okay? Adam just showed up last time and you didn't. Number two. <laughs> I didn't have a number two. That was just it. That was it. All right, good. Okay, in summary... What is your one sentence feeling on everything that has just happened and going into next week where we assumably will get Lady Loki and regular OG Loki sitting down? If are they uh, if they kiss, is it gross? It's masturbation. <laughs> yeah, which is n- a natural thing and totally cool. <laughs> Everybody does it. That's that's true. <laughs> I'm going to end it right Everybody there. Everybody poops. I'm ending the show right there. Oh, we didn't even get to say our sentence. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say your sentence. Oh, so, well, I mean, I was waiting for you guys, but. No, I already said my shit. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm cautiously optimistic. And uh, it's because we're still very early in this and there's already a second season. So I think they might start slow rolling now that they've got the bulk of this stuff 
out of the way. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think that um, I'm excited. I, I think that the fact that they ha- do have a second season is proof that they have a lot of faith in what they're doing um, and that it it's going to be meaty enough that they can... Like, they can't just make another show, call it Loki, and have it be a totally different plot. There's enough going on here where they feel like they can build upon it. And um, that, I mean, for someone who's who's a lore, a nerd lore, lore, lore nerd, sorry. Nice, <laughs> nice. I'll, I'll a couple bourbons in, guys. Okay, um, <laughs> nerd lore. <laughs> uh, someone who's into nerd lore, I... I'm excited to see where the show takes it and how it affects the rest of the MCU. Okay, now say it's natural again because we got to end the podcast. It's natural. <laughs> <laughs>